This is part two of our interview with Stefan Mattison, where we explore Scandinavian vaping and smoking. If you haven't already watched it, go check our part one of this interview on the GFN YouTube channel. There are countries around the world where vaping among young people is very popular. What situation do you see in Scandinavian countries? Are vaping products popular among young people? And do we see a problem with the numbers of young people who vape? Yes, uh, that is that's a good question. I mean, uh, disposable e-cigarettes, we need to tap that. When we talk about e-cigarettes when it comes to young people, disposables is the same. I mean, vaping has been on a low, low, low scale when it comes to regular vaping, as we know, it's through the years. Young people don't adapt to that, they don't like it. <laughs> it's too difficult and stuff like that. Disposables, on the other hand, are skyrocketing in popularity among young people. Uh, they really, really are. And we've seen it in every country, uh, basically, in the world. No matter the flavor bands, no matter what, disposable e-cigarettes are being sold to young people. Uh, and they get them uh, through buying, usually through a black market, uh, or, or like an illegal market, at least. You can buy them in stores, you can buy them everywhere. And they are, even though you have an 18-year-old limit, they will get the products uh, somehow. Uh, and this is the case in Sweden as well. I mean, use of e-cigarettes has gone up among young people. When you talk about 12 to 18-year-olds, it has gone up. Uh, we haven't seen any really good statistic of it yet, but we will <laughs> probably see that. And there are campaigns going to... To, to actually address this from the anti-vaping uh, movements as well. So yeah, same thing in Norway. I mean, e-cigarette use among, among young people in Norway is going up. It hasn't rivaled snooze use though. <laughs> uh, I, just, I, I talked to one of the, 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 the most prominent uh, tobacco scientists in Norway, Carl-Erik Lund, uh, just a couple of months ago. And I mean, uh, I mean his, his research shows that, I mean, Youths in Norway aren't smoking anymore. It's like below 1% are, are using cigarettes. Uh, they are using e-cigarettes disposables, which they shouldn't be able to buy anywhere. You can't buy nicotine containing vapes in Norway anyway, but they are buying them. Uh, uh, and I think it was around, you know, coming up to 5%, something like that, that used e-cigarettes and like 10% using snooze. Like, but the smoking is just plummeting. Uh, in Denmark, I'm not too sure. There are a bit more vapors in Denmark in general. I think they have a vaping population of like 5% or something like that, compared to other Nordic countries where we're like 2% of vaping. And among youth, I mean, yeah, there's a big, big market for disposable e-cigarettes in Denmark as well. Uh, mango flavored in... <laughs> I mean, mango-flavored e-cigarettes are popular in Denmark, even though they have a flavor ban. Uh, and there's a big, big, big black market going on there as well. You mentioned the black market and its popularity. Why has the influence of the black market increased? I think it is because disposable e-cigarettes are so easy to make and they're so easy to market to anyone, anywhere. And I think our, uh, I mean, border controls, sales, uh, online sales is available in so many ways. And I think what it is, is that 
for example, I mean, uh, a, a general store in Sweden uh, or in any country uh, who usually sells groceries, uh, sells cigarettes uh, or whatever. I mean, it's very easy for a shady <laughs> uh, person who, who wants to, to sell products to approach a single business owner and tell them, hey, you know these? These are e-cigarettes. Uh, these are, these are oh, safe to use. They're better than cigarettes. Uh, uh, I, I can set you up with 100 of these and you can try to sell them in your store, see what works. Uh, the store owner might say, well, uh, are, is it legal? Yeah, it's legal. That's what they get to know. Uh, and they don't bother checking with the government or anyone. And they get like yeah, 100 e-cigarettes basically for free because they're very cheap. Uh, and they sell them in the store. Uh, and maybe they don't even check for age or anything like that. This is how the illegal market works, I think. I mean, through regular stores, legit stores, who are selling products that they don't really know that they cannot sell because they can be e-cigarettes coming from... I mean, you can, as anyone, can go into a Chinese website or anything uh, and buy 100 disposable e-cigarettes for nothing, basically, and sell them for 10 times that. In the country so the product itself is cheap to make easy to sell uh, so i mean it's a, as long as there's the, a demand for the product they will sell them uh, so that's that's i think that is what's happening kind of and also you have a big sales through social media especially to kids uh, uh, and was one, one police officer i talked to here in sweden just the other week who said I think it was very accurate and kind of, this is kind of a universal thing. Kids are buying disposable e-cigarettes through the same canals or channels that they will, that, that, that sells cannabis and, and stuff like that. It's kind of the same way of selling drugs that these kids that buy e-cigarettes get into. And the police officer wasn't worried about kids vaping. I mean, he said, I mean, it's my age, it's 47. Uh, people are, kids have been smoking and doing shit for, for a long time. Smoking and nicotine is not the real problem with kids, uh, when they're kids. The problem he saw with the disposable market was that they are buying, the, 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 the structure of the sales is organized the same way as the structure of sales of really bad illegal drugs. And I think cannabis is the worst one, but they sell the stuff as well these people. So he said, the kids are getting accustomed to this way of buying drugs. And that's not good. You don't want, you don't, you don't want 12 year old to know how to buy cocaine. I mean, that's kind of what, what he saw. So, and that's the, that's the really big issue to handle, I think. Uh, the black market that's going on like that. Uh, they're making kids actually connect with criminals, basically, even though it's not directly dangerous to buy e-cigarettes but the environment is bad and i think we need to look at that and how to solve the black market as you said it's not hard to follow the rules but the rules are quite aren't really up to date with what the market really has to offer uh, i mean is uh, disposable e-cigarettes with the uh, i mean you have a tank limit you can only use them for 800 puffs Basically, because of the tank size, two milliliters is the TPD rule for tanks. Um, the nicotine limit, of course, 20 milligrams is a limit, you know. I mean, most of the cigarettes that you buy on the black market, they have 
bigger tanks, bigger containers, they can last for 10,000 pounds. And you can buy with a bigger battery, you can charge it as well. It's like weird. Uh, and uh, same goes for the nicotine limit. I mean, most countries in the world have a, have no limit on nicotine, so you can get them in between 50 milligrams to nicotine. So all of these things is a kind of what, what the products that are available and, and what the market are allowing. There's too big of a gap. So because of these regulations, people choose unregulated products instead? I've talked to vape shop employees who every day maybe 10 times a day gets a question from a customer who said, well, I know you have disposable e-cigarettes with 800 puffs, but I saw that the general another store over there sold this 8,000 puff. Why don't you have that? Uh, and they try to explain, well, TPD rules and stuff like that. But okay, he says, the customer goes away and buys <laughs> illegal e-cigarettes. It's easy to get because, yeah, and that says something about how we are regulating this product. Uh, which is something for the EU to consider. I don't think they're going to change the rules, but I think I think they're going to if they're going to solve the market. I mean, with the black market, you need to get get really you get into what the problem is uh, and realize that you can't just regulate anything randomly. That like they're done in the EU, you need to think about what you're regulating uh, and look at what the market has to offer. Can we say that young people generally prefer disposable vapes and adults prefer snooze and nicotine pouches? Or is this not the case? Uh, yes, yeah, I'd say more young people are using the e-cigarettes than adult people. We know that uh, because I think young people have it's easier for them to adapt to new technology. Uh, since, uh, so when we look at e-cigarette use among adults in Sweden, for example, I think it's the same in other countries, uh, it's quite low. I mean, one to 2%, <laughs> it's like we're always around there. Uh, I mean, snooze use among males in Sweden is 20%. Uh, and also nicotine pouches, which is kind of snooze, but it's more you know, pleasant uh, among women is going up, 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 uh, especially among, uh, among uh, about 25 to 40 year old ladies. So which is a very good thing because they were smokers before. So I'd say snooze and nicotine pouches are more attractive to, you, to older people, but they of course attract young people as well. Uh, we just recently looked at how many young people are using nicotine pouches and it's huge in Sweden as well, uh, especially among women. <laughs> so, uh, but, 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 so I think when it comes to young people in countries in Sweden where snooze is a thing, where, where you know we, we are born with things in our, under our lips. I mean, <laughs> I was 12 the first time I tried a, a snooze. I mean, it's like, <laughs> that doesn't happen in other countries, I think. Uh, so when it comes to pouches, nicotine pouches, which doesn't contain tobacco, except in Norway, because they actually do contain a bit of tobacco rules. But, but the nicotine pouch is kind of a, the, the way of using nicotine this way is common in Sweden, also among youth. So, I mean, yeah. And also nicotine pouches have been marketed relentlessly because we didn't have any marketing rules for nicotine pouches until like August last year. And I mean, the marketing has been harsh, really. Free samples and stuff like that handed out to kids. I mean, of course they're going to use it. Tastes good. Nicotine is nice. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, we had a big, big, big surge in youth use when it comes to nicotine pouches as well. So I don't know if it's surpassed e-cigarette use among you, but it's there. 
Thank you, Stefan, for your interesting summary. That's all for today. Tune in next time here on GFN TV or on our GFN TV podcast. And don't forget to book your place at GFN 23 to join in the discussion yourself. Thanks for watching or listening. See you next time.